Welcome to the Mastery Over Money podcast. My name is Michael Kim, and I'm a wealth coach, future CPA, and creative at heart. My mission is to help young professionals such as yourself have mastery over your money and start living a life of financial freedom. Not only will I teach you how to save, invest, make, and maximize your money, but I'll also transform the way that you think about it. At the end of the day, money management is a skill. And when you have mastery over it, you can create anything. Are you ready? Awesome. Let's dive in. Hello, hello. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Mastery Over Money podcast. So it is October, and it's so nice to be in October because now I finally feel like I'm getting into the groove. September was a little bit of a stressful and very busy time. I got back from BC. I was a little bit behind on just like batching podcast episodes and I was like trying to see all my friends again. So September was very busy, but I'm finally happy that it's October now and we're finally getting into the groove of things. So today we are going to be talking about investing. I know that investing is such a hot topic for you guys and a lot of you want to learn more about investing. There is a lot of noise when it comes to investing. There's a lot of people have a lot of different opinions when it comes to investing and there's a lot of information out there. So it's really understandable that you guys might be a little bit confused and overwhelmed when it comes to investing. So that's the reason why for the next three episodes, so for today and for two more weeks, there I'm going to be doing an investing series and talking about investing so that you guys don't have to feel stressed and burdened about investing anymore. Okay, so let's get into it. So remember from episode number two that investing is one of the five pillars to master your money. To recap, the five pillars are to save, invest, make, maximize, and manage your money mindset. So investing is an essential pillar to master your money, and that's why it's so important to learn about it. Today, we're going to be talking about the basics of investing and understanding the true purpose of investing. But before we get there, let's just start off with the basics. What is investing in the first place? Investing is when you use the money that you've saved and you take that money and then you purchase assets that increase in value. So there are many assets that you can buy that increase in value. It can be anything from like luxury bags, Yu-Gi-Oh cards, or anything that increases in value over time. But typically, and what we're going to be focused on, is an asset called stocks or shares. And what stocks and shares are, it pretty much just represents ownership within a company. So for example, if Apple has 100 shares and you purchase 10 of those shares then you are going to own 10% of Apple. And the reason why people want to purchase stocks or shares is because typically if the company performs well, let's say uh, they make a lot of money this year and you know they, they grow, then the share price is actually going to increase. So let's say you buy the 10 shares for $100 each today. But let's say in five years, now the shares are worth $200 each. You can sell 
one of those shares, let's say for $200, and you bought it for $100, so then you make a profit of $100. This is how you make money from investing. So now that you know the basics of investing, I want to ask you a question. What is the purpose of investing? Why are you investing your money? Why are you trying to learn how to invest your money? Give it some thought. So a lot of people, they come to me and they're like, Michael, I want to learn how to invest my money. And I'm like, okay, cool. And I ask them, okay, why do you want to learn how to invest your money? And they're like, well, I want to invest my money so I can make more money, right? Like that, that's the purpose of investing. And what I say to them is that that is not the purpose of investing. The purpose of investing isn't to make more money. The true purpose of investing is to help you achieve your financial goals. And there's a difference. Right, so when you go into the mindset of, okay, I'm going to invest my money so I can make more money, then that's the reason why people try to invest in things like crypto and marijuana stocks and, and penny stocks like GameStop because they're just trying to make money through investing. But the problem with this is that oftentimes by investing in crypto or investing in marijuana, Yes, you might be able to make lots of money, but then you could also equally lose the same amount of money. That could really negatively impact your ability to achieve your financial goals in the future. Another thing that I often hear is that people want to invest so that they can support another company. One of my friends, I was talking to her and she loves Lululemon clothes. And honestly, I love Lululemon clothes as well. <laughs> and she was like, okay, well, I'm going to invest my money in Lululemon so I can support this company because I really like their clothing. And I'm like, okay, that is not the purpose of investing. You're not investing your hard-earned money so that you can support another company that honestly... Lululemon will be fine without your, you know, your $100, right? Like they're going to be okay, right? The reason why you're investing your money is for yourself so that you can hit your financial goals. So let's talk about the difference between gambling and investing. So let me give you a scenario. Let's say you have $10,000. Are you going to take this $10,000 and go to the nearest casino and start you know, gambling your money, you can play blackjack or you can play like that slot machine. Are you going to take this $10,000 to gamble it so that you can purchase a house, let's say in five years? I hope your answer to this is hell no. <laughs> I'm definitely not going to take $10,000 and gamble it. And that's the same reason why when it comes to investing, you shouldn't be gambling your money as well. A lot of people disguise gambling with investing. They think that they are investing when they are actually gambling their money. Okay, so let's talk about what gambling is and what investing is. So let's talk about gambling first. Gambling is fun and exciting. Right? When you go to the casino and then you play that slot machine game or you play, you know, blackjack, 
that's entertaining and that's a lot of fun. And that's the reason why people get addicted to gambling because yes, you can make a lot of money and you could also lose a lot of money, but it's also kind of like a fun game as well. In contrast, when it comes to investing, investing shouldn't be fun and exciting. Investing should be boring and easy and monotonous and the same thing. It shouldn't be exciting and really cool. I think a lot of people, they, they get this influence from social media or influence from all of these investing movies where it's so sexy and cool to make lots of money and lose lots of money. But that is oftentimes not what investing is. That is literally one type of investing. And for the average investor, investing should be boring and it should be monotonous and the same thing. Another difference between gambling and investing is that when you're gambling, it's based on luck. When you're gambling, when you're, when you're playing the slot machine game, there isn't any skill involved when it comes to, you know, pushing down the dial of the slot machine. You can be doing this for one year or you could be doing it for 10 years. There is no skill involved. All of your results, all of the money that you make and all of the money that you lose is based on luck. In contrast, investing is a skill and it's not based on luck. When you're investing the right way, there are certain procedures and things that you need to do so that you can create the results that you want. When you're investing the right way, you know how much money that you're going to be able to make and how much money that you're willing to lose. And the results is based on your skill level. If you're more skilled at investing, you're going to get better results. If you're not skilled at investing, you're going to get bad results. And that is the difference between gambling and investing. So when people are investing in crypto or penny stocks or this random industry that comes up, they are actually just gambling their money because they find it fun and exciting. It's really cool and sexy to invest in cryptocurrency, right? And it's also based on luck right? You don't know if this cryptocurrency is going to do well or how this cryptocurrency is going to perform. There's no historical information on that. That is essentially what gambling is. So a lot of people, they are quote unquote investing their money, but in reality, they are gambling. In contrast, someone like me who is investing my money, investing is honestly really boring and easy to me. How I invest is that every month I have, let's say, a few thousand dollars, and I use this a few thousand dollars to purchase assets, to purchase stocks, and this literally takes one hour. And the reason why it takes me such a short amount of time in order to do this is because I've already developed the skill of investing. I know how to invest and I know what I'm doing so that it doesn't take me a lot of time and I still get great results from it. Now that you know the difference between gambling and investing, let's go back to the first question. How do we actually use investing to hit and achieve our financial goals? 
Well, the first thing that you need to do is that you need to have financial goals. <laughs> There's so many people that come to me and they're like, "Michael, I want to invest my money. Teach me how to invest my money." And I'm like, "Okay, why are you investing?" What are you going to do with this money? What are your financial goals? When do you want to buy your house? And they don't know. They don't have financial goals. So before you actually start investing, and before you even start learning about investing, you have to be very specific and clear about how much money that you'll need to hit that goal that you want, and specifically when you want to hit it. For example, if you want To buy a house in ten years, you and you want a hundred thousand dollar down payment. That is a very specific financial goal. So now that you've set your financial goal, this the next step is to figure out how can you actually achieve this goal. So let's work with two different scenarios. Let's say the first scenario we decide to not use investing. To achieve our financial goal, and in the second scenario, we do decide to use investing to achieve our goal. So let's use the same example. Let's say we want to buy a house in ten years, and we want a hundred thousand dollar down payment. How do we achieve this goal without using investing? Well, it's very simple math, right? So if we want a hundred thousand dollars, then we divide that by ten years. And every single year, we would need to save ten thousand dollars per year, right? Pretty easy. But the thing is, is that we need to take into consideration inflation. So, for those of you that don't know, inflation is an increase in prices. So, for example, your grocery prices are increasing by approximately two to three percent every single year. Also, house prices increase. If you're in major cities like Toronto and Vancouver, I'm sure you've noticed that the housing prices increase by a lot every single year. It's more than three percent. For this example, let's just assume that the housing prices are going to increase by three percent every single year. So after doing some calculations, in order to save up a hundred thousand dollars. In ten years, assuming a three percent inflation rate, that means that we actually need to save twelve thousand dollars per year. That is an extra twenty thousand dollars that we need to save just to hit our goal when we are not using investing. So let's look at the second scenario now. Let's see how we can hit our goal using the power of investing. So let's say if we're investing our money, we can get an average annual rate of return of ten percent. What this rate of return pretty much just means is, let's say you're investing ten thousand dollars, and then you can get a ten percent rate of return. That means every single year you would be able to get a thousand dollars. So although we're assuming we get an average rate of return of ten percent, we also need to take into consideration inflation, which is around three percent. So that's the reason why we're going to assume a seven percent annual rate of return, just ten minus three. So after doing some calculations, in order to hit our a hundred thousand dollar goal in ten years. At an average rate of return of seven percent, that means we only need to save 
$7,000 per year. $7,000? That sounds way better than $12,000 every single year. So through the power of investing, not only does it reduce the negative impacts of inflation, but it also helps you to grow your money so that you don't have to save as much money. So which one would you rather have? Would you rather save $12,000 every single year for 10 years? Or would you rather save only $7,000 for 10 years? I don't know about you, but I always want to work smarter, not harder. I'm going to save $7,000 every single year and just learn how to invest my money so I can grow the money in my sleep. So a common question that I get is, Michael, how much money do I need to save every single month and year to hit all of my financial goals? And this is something that I work with all of my students in the Plant Your Money program. What we work on is first getting them to list all of their financial goals on how much money that they need in order to hit it and when they want to achieve it. The second step is just to figure out what is the average rate of return that they can get from investing in with each of the financial goals. From there, we can just do a simple calculation and figure out exactly how much money that they need to save every single month and year in order to hit all of their financial goals. So by the end of it, for example, my student will figure out, okay, by saving, you know, $2,100 every single month at an average rate of return of 6%, I can achieve all of my financial goals. The benefit of this is that they don't have to worry about, oh, I don't know if I'll ever be able, be able to buy a home because they know that all they have to do is save $2,100 every single month. They don't have to worry about, oh my gosh, will I run out of money when I retire? They don't have to worry about that because they know by saving $2,100 at a rate of return of 6%, they will be able to retire. And this is how my students are able to be financially stress-free because they don't have to worry about these things. They have a number that they can stick to and as long as they can hit this number, they are going to be a-okay. So before, one of my students came to me and she was really stressed because she had a lot of financial goals. She wanted to go to grad school. She wanted to buy a house. She wanted to retire. She needed to take care of her family, right? So she had all of these goals that she wanted to achieve and she was really stressed that she wouldn't be able to achieve these things. And the stress just really negatively influenced the way that she showed up at work and negatively influenced uh, her relationships. And when she came to work with me, we created her a plan where she set all of her financial goals that she wanted. And we just figured out that, okay, by saving $1,800 every single month, you will be able to hit all of your financial goals. And then she was like, oh, that's it? <laughs> and she's like, wow, that's so easy. And like, and she no longer had to stress about, oh my gosh, I'll never be able to afford a house or I'll never be able to retire at whatever age that I want to retire. She knew that, oh, I'm good. I'm going to be okay. So I want you to ask yourself, 
Imagine if you didn't have to worry about money anymore. How would things change? Would you be able to spend more time with your family? Would you would you be able to do more hobbies that you enjoyed, like traveling? And would you be more generous with your time and maybe even volunteer for a good cause that you're really passionate about? And this is why we are investing. We are not investing to make big money. We're not investing to support a company. We're investing so that we can create the life that we want. We're investing so we can hit our future financial goals. We're investing so that we can spend more time with our family and do things that we actually love. This is what it means to live a financially free life. So, if you're someone who wants to learn how to invest their money, you want to know exactly how much money that you'll need every single month and every single year to hit all of your financial goals in your life. Then you gotta join the Plant Your Money program. It's a 12-week one-on-one coaching program with me, where I teach you how to have mastery over your money and start living a life of financial freedom. To apply, you can either shoot me a DM on Instagram at Michael Lee Kim, or you can book a call with me using the link in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening to episode number nine of the Mastery Over Money podcast. I really hope that you enjoyed this introduction to investing. And if you're not subscribed yet, make sure to subscribe to this podcast because for the next two weeks, I'll also be talking about investing. So make sure that you're subscribed so you get notified when I release a new episode. If you found any value with this episode, I would love it if you could share it on Instagram or just share it with a friend who needs to hear this message. Thank you so much for tuning in again and get excited for next week. Next week's episode is going to be called The Investing Spectrum and it's one of the key concepts and philosophies when it comes to investing. So that's it for today and I'll talk with you guys next week.